Welcome. Welcome. But, but that's not important. Of, but that's not but important. That's not important right now. It's not important right now. It's not okay, okay, so it's not important right now. So, okay, guys, I gotta go. See ya. Bye. No. Yeah, what's not important? We are the Tylenol for what ails you. We are the large giant and the actor. Yeah. Depending. Um, welcome, Randall. Finally. Hi, Randall. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Long How are you? Time no talk. It's been a while. Yeah. It has. How are y'all been? Everything's good? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've, been, we've been hanging in there. We're pretty good. Hold on, we hold on. Let me add a turn on my Trini accent. All right, yeah. There we go. <laughs> turn on your Trini accent. Yeah. So I'm, reading I'm reading Randall's message to me. I got home. I just got home. Crazy traffic. What? You got crazy, crazy traffic and where are you now? You're still in Miami? Uh, not Miami, but uh, further north, uh, West Palm Beach. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where I work. It's a bit of a drive, you know. It's 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 Trump country. It's the right place to be. I visited West Palm Beach. It's really really nice. But it's wow. So what are you doing? And what do you what do you what are you working? What what what's the work? Um. I don't know if it's a problem for me to say my company name. I don't think it is. No, you don't need to say the company name if you don't want to, but it's all right. Okay. Well, Our yeah, five I, listeners probably won't care. <laughs> yeah. But right. And I mean, it. well, I actually think the name is relevant. So I work for a company called Strategic Marketing, mm-hmm. which is a pretty small agency. It's like about uh, 20 people. There is, I've never worked like this in my life. So it's actually a good anecdote, I guess. Um, I haven't worked for many, for very many agencies. You know, my longest stint was where I was with you guys originally, right? Right. Um, And this place is, I thought that was a small agency. I didn't really understand that small agency with international backing is a different thing than a real, like, small agency. This, This agency that I work for now is about 30 years old, about as old as I am. Actually, it was founded the year I was born, so... Literally, oh. as well. Yeah, uh, it's it was a, it's privately owned by one guy who basically you know built it from the ground up himself. Um, after years of industry experience when it comes to media buying, like TV, radio, uh, that kind of thing, he has a lot of a wealth of knowledge that it is good to learn from. Um, but when I say small, <laughs> the creative department is myself and our creative director. Um, that's more so, so i am the content writer and they didn't call me copywriter i guess because the original title was seo content writer and i didn't really have the seo qualifications perhaps per se mm-hmm. um so i'm a content writer but basically what my job entails is if it have words in it i involved okay. and i mean that okay. could be <laughs> I could be yeah, the boss yeah. writing an email, right? Not, not that the boss is incapable of writing an email, but I'm yeah, saying, yeah. right, yeah. like, you know, anything. I mean, literally yeah. anything. So yeah, the word Smith. Well, that's that's good. That's good. That's, that's, good. that's exactly yeah, what you want. You 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 got. You're not you're not mopping the floors. Facts. Neither that, that, you or working in the mail you, room. Yeah, yeah. And neither <laughs> you um. Neither you. What's the, what's the other thing you're doing? Neither you coming up with um. Neither you being asked to do Photoshop work or, or something yeah. like that. You or, anything like that. You, or being asked to imitate a vacuum you know, cleaner. So, yeah, yeah you're, doing, you're doing something you know that you like. Yeah, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Well done. Well exactly. Done. 
Well yeah. done, indeed. So I what, they are big clients or small clients? What, what kind of... Right, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> pretty small clients. Now, that's mm. not a bad thing because in the scope, when I say small, right? One of my clients, for example, is, uh, again, I don't, know, I, don't, I don't think this is a problem to mention. Um, it's town of Lake Park, mm-hmm. which is just a, a, a you know, municipal, a town in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many people live there exactly. I could look it up, I'm sure. But, um, you know, it's, it's quote unquote small, especially when you come from a place like Trinidad. Right, because mm-hmm. the brands aren't internationally recognized or anything like that, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't say they're small. Um, yeah. A lot of them are quite niche. So, if anything, I get to learn some interesting, you know, know, trivia and or yeah. factoids and stuff like that about with respect to. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's completely outside of what your experience has been, which is good. Pretty you much, know, it's it's different. It's it's fresh. Yeah, you know, I, doing, I think that's good. What's not that? lots of big concept work and, you know, not that I'm not doing concepting, you know, those like uh, cliche car salesman ads. Mm-hmm. Well, for the first time in my life, I am privileged and honored to say that I work not for a car salesman, but I've done those, what they call here, shtick ads or, um, mm-hmm. you know, gimmicky stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're selling um, the spiel, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So, it, I mean, this guy is well recognized. I never met him before until I moved to Florida. But mm. everybody I tell that I've, I've done, you know, that last ad you saw was from me. They're like, wow. You know, that's a, like you work with Lou, you know, it's like a big deal. Cause he's on everybody's, he's on public access television, you know, 24 seven. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Okay, well, yeah. He's a cultural well, guy. Sounds like a cultural yeah. guy. Well, you've really got a good guy there because we could endorse around though. You know, yes, we can endorse Reynolds. Reynolds a good guy. He's good. Yeah, he's good oh, shucks. It's a hexagon. It's <laughs> a hexagon shape in our own hole. So, yes, he can fit. As <laughs> well 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 yeah. so how, long, how long have Check you been out. there? How long have you been there? Uh, just since February. So, I'm only now, okay. you know, like oh. almost, almost three months in. Yeah. Okay. Almost three months into it. Okay, cool. That's good. Oh. Very good. Um, I kind of, I kind of asked Randall to come in last minute because I was kind of panicking a little bit. Um, last week's episode was the 13th, but by the way, we didn't introduce ourselves properly for those of you listening. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, this is a podcast about advertising. And before I go any further, um, I am going to say that we have been, we have been told that the podcast isn't that appealing. We did not further, we did not go down the further route of saying, you know, we want the person to, to explain why, whatever. I decided to drop it. I'm going to drop mm-hmm. it. I'm going to leave it there because I got some feedback from other people saying, please don't feed the trolls. And I'm like, all right, I won't feed the trolls because Jared and I are having a discussion about trolls. And what I was talking about before with Jared was, you know, I, don't, I, I, think, I think I don't need to react to every single online. Exactly. Yeah, of course not. Made, no. Right? Course right? So I kind of mm-hmm. fell into that trap a little bit, but I, I think it was good content for us last week because we were all high. But <laughs> as I told Jared on Monday, last this Monday, because we're recording this on a Thursday evening. Thursday. You all are hearing this on a Monday. Last week, Monday, we kind of went long, long into a long tirade about this comment and so on. And 
even though it's good con it's good content, when it came out, I was like, Jared, I'm freaking out. So it's yeah. the 13th yeah, episode. It mm -hmm. was the 13th episode. We kind of thought well, it was kind of like the bad luck episode. And oh boy, was it to me. I felt like we had done, we done, we made a huge error. <laughs> but it, huh. I kind of, Jared kind of slapped me up digitally. Like, don't <laughs> stop talking about this. And I kind of <laughs> recovered. Um, I don't think it was anything like that. I felt you know, your face with each one of those words. But yeah. yeah, I did. I did. I, I actually <laughs> used my hand. Slap, slap, slap. <laughs> the thing is, is that that um, I think we, we did a really fun thing at the yeah, end did. of that episode, which is what we had planned to do before, and then we kind of got sidetracked, as we usually tend to do. We tend to to, to get sidetracked because this isn't really a scripted show. We don't we don't sit down and work out. And that's the what agenda. makes it. And that's what makes it. And that's what makes. We like that's it what enriches. Yeah, and that's yeah, what enriches like like that. the overall tone of the show. Because right. if we decided Handed, to yeah. write exactly, if we decided to just write everything down, we would sound quite scripted, i.e. boring or unappealing. So uh, for anybody to come and say that, you know, that just highlights their own insecurities. And as I told Ian, look, no matter what happens, no matter what we do, we are always going to have critics. And critics will criticize. That's, that's the nature, of the, that's nature of, the, of the beast. And that doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you're doing a podcast or you're doing uh, or you're embarking on a particular project, you are going to get criticism. So I told Ian, when was the last time you ever saw a statue of a critic? Mm. And that alone should tell you where we're headed. So the one surefire way to avoid criticism is not amount to anything, not make a decision, not say this, not do that. You're going yeah. to have critics, period. If they're, not, if they're not talking about you, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. And if they are yeah. talking about you, you're probably still doing something wrong, but that's not important right now. That's not I just tried to it. He catches on fast. Yes. Yes, he does. He lives fast. Um, so we're not, we're not going to talk about it anymore. If you, wanna, if you yeah. haven't heard that last episode, please go and listen to it. I mean, we didn't... It's a doozy. Kind of, yeah, but we, what reason why I'm kind of talking about this is because somebody asked me, well, coming off of the, the comment that was part of that discussion was that that advertising can become a toxic culture very very easily because you're dealing with creative people who have emotions and high emotions and and things run high and so on so people tend to tend to take things to heart so that you know when somebody tells you you know your work is shit you know you kind of you kind of get depressed and say oh, well i'm a terrible person whatever but that's not the point. The point is, is that you're working in an industry where that is supposed to make you come back again and say, yeah, you thought I was shit, well, check this out, you know, which is the mm -hmm. expectation, you see? So I think, I think the, 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 um, now we're old heads. Randall is not an old head. Randall is very new. So Randall is yeah. kind of within that, that thing. So Randall, you would not have described working within the agency, what we call the agency that you worked with before, mm -hmm. a toxic culture. You wouldn't have called it toxic. Toxic. Um, I wouldn't use that word, no, not, not personally. Mm -hmm. I Me wouldn't neither. say it was, you know, necessarily as healthy as it could have been, but yeah. I wouldn't say. Yeah. I would, I would, I would disagree with you to a point. 
and say that there were moments of toxicity from my own personal experience. I can't speak for any anybody else, but I can certainly speak for myself and I can tell you that there were moments. All right, well, um, if, sorry, I don't want to cut. No, that's okay. That's okay. But fortunately, those moments were few and far between and they were outweighed by some of the better moments that I had. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think I can be, I can be fair in that particular assessment. Sorry, Randall, you were saying. Oh, no, no, no. I was, I was literally just saying, I think, I think when we're talking about toxicity, especially in this saturated environment, when it comes to the word toxic, right? Because people, I feel like toxic has become a subjective term rather than an objective one. So when you're talking about toxicity, maybe you need to define what you mean by that. You know what I mean? Like what you mean by what, what, what's a toxic environment in an agency? But well, what, is a toxic, what is a toxic environment for any company? And I think one of the benchmarks is, is that you're working very long hours without recompense. I think that's one of the, one of the markers. So a uh, comment that I was reading today in the incumbent agency was, I was asked, I was told I, not to sleep. I was told never to fall asleep because the client is going to call with a change in the next 48 hours. So you're not allowed to go to sleep. You must yeah. take the call. And he said right after that, I quit my job. Because that's, that's to him, that's toxic. You see, that mm -hmm. that's working in a toxic kind of, environment where I've been asked to do something which would injure my health, you see. Right. Um, now, now, that's an extreme case, but I mean, toxic, I think a lot of agency people think of toxic as, in, in the old days, it would be somebody would throw things at you and belittle you and make you feel that you're less of a, of a person. And, mm -hmm. and, and when you look for help from other people, they, they turn around and tell you, hey, well, this is your business, so you got to thicken up your skin and throw things back or you can't work in this business. And, and I mean, mm -hmm. there is some truth to that because, like I said, there are people who can do that. And Randall, you know the people that we know who do that very easily. Mm -hmm. But there are some people, and Randall included, me included, Jared included, all the people who have been on our podcast are not those kind of people. We know where to draw the line. We say, look, this is the boundary we're not willing to cross. I am not going to cross this, but I'm not going to be your, um, what was the word? Um, your running lapdog corporate lackey. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be like that. So I will, I will leave that. Your personal yeah, silver again, tongue back on call. Yeah. 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 But again, I mean, there's always, a, there's always, and I always tell people who listen to this podcast who are working in a new job or just starting in some sort of creative endeavor. So, um, Randall, you're not working in an ad agency per se. It's it's more of a you call it content creation. It's it's more coming up with you know it's it's not you're not you're not actively creating a whole campaign that we then have to build our press and TV and all no. that per se. But no, what I'm saying is it's still creative. Yeah. So if you're working in a creative industry, you're going to have to deal with people who whose egos can easily be bruised if I want to use it, if that's the diplomatic way of putting it. Jai, would you agree with that? You know? I, you I would agree. agree. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. It's it's a question of 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 ego, uh, especially as it pertains to 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 the work that, that we used to do. I, I think it, it's 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 quite 
um, common in all aspects of, of, of work, but I think it's, it's more prevalent, even more so if we're looking at things from a, from a creative standpoint. So if we're talking about advertising, that's to be expected. If you're talking about even working in the media sometimes, uh, you may want to have a creative slant with how you present a particular show. How do you write a particular article? Sometimes you get into, 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 uh, you encounter problems with the editor or the program manager or whatever it is. These things happen. You're going to, uh, a time is going to come when you're going to have to butt heads. But the, the thing is, how does one do it in a, in a kind of, constructive way without bruising somebody's ego uh with just by just by saying just by saying that something is is off kilter doesn't necessarily mean that it's a dig at how say uh somebody who is immediately above you so to speak in terms of the hierarchy that doesn't necessarily mean that that, that you're taking a dig at them you're taking a dig at the way in which it is being done and that's it and that's it i think once we realize that uh, you know, we'll, 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 that just sets the, the stage for having a, a far healthier relationship as far as the workplace is concerned. So, Randall, you were going to say something. Sorry, we interrupted you. Yes. Oh, no, sorry. I got, I got caught up in what Jared was saying that I died. <laughs> what I was saying basically is before is that I, I do technically do campaigns and stuff. It's not like I don't do conceptualization, ideation and, 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 uh, omni-channel uh, executions creatively, but a lot less often. That's, that's all I was saying. Omni-channel. Omni-channel. I always like the word omni-channel. It's wonderful. You like the word omni, period. You always like, like the word omni. Because it reminds you of that magazine, remember, that came out in the 80s? Omni had some pretty interesting stuff. Omni, omni was the not the same people used to do penthouse. The, the one and the same, Bob Guccione. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. So we, what we were doing in the last episode was we decided we would kind of put together a kind of, I wouldn't call it, we're calling it a dramatis personae. Is that how you pronounce it, John? Yes, dramatis, dramatis personae. Persona. There you go. Right. Of a, a kind of a groupings or categories of people who work in an agency. And that's why the last episode was titled, Who Are the People Who Work in Your Agency? And I think, Jared, we need to sing that at some point and make that a little song for our YouTube channel. Ah. Who are the people in your agency? I think we should do that. You want, the two of us. You want we want, original, we want subject Randall to that. You want the original songwriters or the estate of the songwriters from Sesame Street to kick up a fuss. No, it's all right. It's parody. It's parody. We can we can we can change it up. We well, change, yeah, we, we can just show, we, show, we just show um what's it, the two old guys from Muppet Show, Sadler, Sadler, um, Sadler and Waldorf. Yeah, Sadler Waldorf. Like, boo! That's terrible. Take them off to YouTube. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're doing this dramatis personae of people who we think we encountered within the agency system, and we kind of came up with a bunch of them. I'm not going to go through them um, like in its entirety, but essentially what we're trying to do is we're trying to come up with characters that we can then insert into a story. Now, it's kind of backwards. Usually, usually, and I know, Randall, you're a, you're a role-playing guy. You know, you come mm. up with this scenario first, 
you flesh out the scenario and then the characters come and play in the scenario. So you're kind of doing mm-hmm. it backwards because the personalities kind of dictate how the scenario kind of follows, how it completes, mm-hmm. you see? So what we did was we kind of we kind of had some scrolled up notes here, which I probably don't even know how to remake. Right. So we had we had a Mr. Gracie character, for example. Um, from, I don't know if you loosely have ever based, seen. Loosely based from 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 Mad Men. No. From. No. Are you being served? Right. Mr. Gracie. Right? That's right, Mr. Grace from Grace Randall, Brothers. I don't, Randall, you don't know. Are you being served? You're too young for Are you being served? I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you being served? Is an English is a British sitcom about a, a department store called Gracie's. Right? right, right and right. Mr. Gracie's this all old old guy, you know, like he's almost at death's door. He can't care, he can't see. But he has he is this close to taking a dirt nap. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he has this extremely sexy nurse with extremely yeah. large breasts, who's always with him and he's always trying to chatter. Right, because he's a dirty old man kind of character, right? But yeah, he only well, appears, he only appears like in the beginning or somewhere in the middle and in the end. He's not, he's kind of the absentee landlord story. Now, what we thought of kind of this is how we kind of started it, was that in our agency, in our situation, we kind of had something similar where we had the head of the entire region who used mm-hmm. to come down. And and when they would announce he's coming, everybody used to get up and, you know, get like headless chickens and run around and have to get all the books in order and every, and you had to put up yeah. all the work on the walls. You know, we had to make a puppy show then, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm not saying that the guy who used to come from the regional office was like Mr. Gracie, but for our story, if we wanted to write, because ultimately we kind of want to put this together in a kind of written format. What we were thinking is, we, if we created some characters, maybe we could get a scenario, you know, that could work, you know, into kind of like a, 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 a not a, just a chapter of a story, but maybe, maybe some sort of, some sort of story outline that we could come up with, with some of these characters and what they would do and how they would do stuff. And now I'm not a writer, so and I'm even worse at doing. Being a dungeon master, so I I'm not I'm out of my element here, um, but you and Jared are the writers, so I mm-hmm. thought maybe we could just brainstorm today, what even if for our own experience, what we could start as a story, how we could start like chapter one, how would we introduce the agency, for example, what what is happening in the agency, what is what's going on, on what what is today is today a Monday. Did, 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 um, it, it always has to be a Mr. Yeah, is Mr. Gracie coming in today and mm-hmm. he's supposed to arrive at 10 o'clock and the, the rest of the creative department has to go and, you know, get a presentation ready for 10 o'clock and everybody waltzing at 9 and the creative director, who is the, who's the, the diva, kind of crazy person, delegates it to a jard, for example, who has no idea what he's going to do because he didn't know that this was so something like that to, you know, kind of start the story in a way right. that people would think is important. It's 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 engaging, you know. But sorry if I missed this one part, but I, I need to ask before we move forward is, so this agency we're creating, yeah, and yeah. where where you hope this, where do you want this to go? That's a good question. Let's figure that out. So I think we yeah. need to establish that. I think. 
Mm-hmm. I think where, if I go back to your novel and East Square novel, how mm-hmm. it was written was there were multiple projects being worked on and each project was an, a, a case of insanity. And at the end of it, things kind of resolved at the end. Like, I can't remember what happened in the end, but, mm-hmm. but what I'm thinking is maybe it's like, here's Monday and then Friday. Right. for something to happen again in Monday. So it's kind of like, maybe we do it like 24, like, you know, the show 24, where it's a, it's a, today is the, Monday is chapter one, Tuesday is chapter two, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah. where it goes, it, 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 it kind of, it kind of never ends. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Because, because just when you think it's done, something else happens and you're back again into, you know, some other sort of, which is like really working at the agency, you know? So like, you know, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, so like our snack campaign that we were working on, which we talked about a couple of times in previous episodes, that great snack campaign where we were given carte blanche to do really creative stuff and then mm. the client went crazy. <laughs> oh no, we don't have, weird. yeah, we don't have money, that... okay. No, no, remember the client wrote an email when he uh, quit the job, you remember that? Right, yes. yeah. It's, we talked about it in a previous episode. I won't go back into it. But mm-hmm. the, the thing about it is, is, is that it's it's insanity like that that kind of ends the project. So it's like, well, you know, the clients say that it, you know, this against his religion, so we cancel the project. <laughs> and if that is the last thing you would think oh, about. How did I get to the stage <laughs> you know? before you realize <laughs> It was against yeah. your religion, sir. <laughs> Did you eat the pork and drink the wine before you realized you was a Muslim? I don't know how that happened. <laughs> be no, it's, it it's would like, be funny. It would be funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then right as that happens, you know, um, guys, we have to fly somebody to Tobago because the balloon is deflating from the the latest project. Yeah, but we have this person there. Yeah, we can't find him. He's drunk or something. You know, it's like, it, and yeah. that's kind of like, you know, you move on, you kind of leave it on a cliffhanger kind of thing. So to answer the question of where I wanted to go, I think we wanted to go in the sense of this is a never-ending cycle of insanity. It starts, okay. you try to yeah. manage it. It probably goes out of control, but eventually something gets done. Or right. in the case of our snack client, it just gets cancelled. And you, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, okay, you, you kind of like coitus interruptus. Like, yeah, you don't, all right. <laughs> yeah, you don't always have to, to um, like, complete the last thought either. If, if it ends mm-hmm. in a ridiculous enough way, you could just start yeah. up fresh with a next scene. You know, another, a whole other yeah. scenario could just be starting fresh the next Monday. And that's, yeah. that's how it goes. Literally, Friday, like... I lost all my hair. I don't know what the hell happened. And I think I might have lost my job too. And then Monday, you're back at work, you know, with a deadline for 10 o'clock. Yeah, so, like nothing happened. You're like, yeah. okay, so that's a good example. Like, <laughs> like you, you, so like, shit, one of the, the copywriters, let's call it the senior copywriter, is shitting mm. his pants because he has to complete a radio script for the morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. And yeah. when he gets there, he finds out that the, the meeting moved two weeks from now. You see, and and you're kind of like you're kind of like breathe a sigh of relief, but at the same time, it's kind of like the the sort of Damocles has moved, you yeah. know, to later down in the week. So you still have the problem, 
we just don't have the problem for today. <laughs> you know? yeah. But then trust me, other problems will pop up today. They will. They right. will. So that, that, that's the thing. So I don't know how many, I'm not a writer, so I don't know, but how many can you put into a scene where it becomes too hard to follow? I'm thinking that maybe you need to focus on like three, three characters who are doing three projects. Characters. But are we assigning these characters to people? To play? No, not necessarily. I, I don't okay. need to be that. I just because... need to know, okay, so you have the department of the creators, which we didn't fill up. We didn't mm-hmm. fill out the creative people at all. We said we have the creative director and the associates, and, and that's it. But it's the engineer. So mm-hmm. you, have, you have to have copywriters. You have to have the producer. You have to have the producer character. You have to have the, the art directors and the, then the creative director. You know, so you have that that dynamic there ready that could be mm-hmm. a whole thing on its own but you can't because you still need you need the, the account executive like we have the account executives who says carpets all the time right okay <laughs> which is you funny because that instead of cars that's what that's what the, the car salesman-esque uh, ads that I work in on is for carpet and flooring and window treatments and so yeah it's just ironic but um one thing that pops into my head and maybe it's just because it's from the office and this is an office scenario we're talking about is recently I was talking about the Michael Scott character from the, the office. show, right? Yeah. Um, and what's great about him, right? Is that he reminds me of my previous creative director who I think, you know, you're talking about <laughs> to some degree yes. because yes, yes. He is seemingly completely off his rocker. Right. Like he's not he's not all there. Like something has to be wrong with this man. But he's actually all that aside, quite good at his job. Right. Like exactly. he, he does his job. He's well, competent. He's right? competent. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what makes him such a believable character. It's like, how could he do that? But oh, 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 that's that's how he's still employed. That's why he's still the boss, because he could still close a deal. Right. I feel like a character like that, it doesn't have to be like him, but the idea that as absurd as that character gets, it has to be grounded in some kind of realism, you know, some kind of like competency, right? You can't just be a complete idiot. Well, what we did last week is we said he was insecure. He's afraid okay, yeah. of his position. Yeah. Right. You know? So he has to perform. So he knows it's not exactly the um, Michael Scott character uh, in a way. I can't remember if Michael Scott was constantly afraid that he was going to he was going to lose his job, but essentially, no, that's, that's, that's I could be, <laughs> yeah, I could be replaced tomorrow. You see, and he knows it, so he 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 has to pass off the insecurity to the rest of the department because right. if he goes down, everybody else goes down with him. I think that that was a a great insight that the the, yeah. the, the terror of you, the copywriter on the project, for example. I, I mean, we're talking abstract, but we should really. We should really come up with a project. But if it if we say, well, look, you know, we you we have to sell this fizzy drink, this new drink called fizzy drink. Mm-hmm. And and you know, all the ideas that you came up with are shit. This time you didn't come up with any ideas at all because you weren't even briefed on the job. You right. just you went into his office and he started ranting and raving that there were shit ideas when it turns out yes. that somebody else he had given the job to. Um I don't know, got fired or whatever. You don't know. You just you are just presented with this heap of shit that mm-hmm. you then have to sort out. And you you say, okay, well, here 
let me go and let me go away and come back again. So you come back again with ideas. And he gets so impressed with it. He's afraid that you are going to present the ideas to the client directly and take his, take job. his job. Yeah. So he, so he goes into the presentation and he totally fucks up the presentation. Of course. Because that's you have to present idea. your work. Right. Yeah. Of exactly. Course. Exactly. That's, that has happened to us. Exactly. When are you talking about toxicity? I forgot about those moments. You know? That is talking about the, Because you see your brains yeah. pressed it. That's I what. guess. Yeah, maybe. No, but yeah. just sitting in the Trauma. meeting next to him, right? I remember in a meeting I was sitting with the individual. And he made me do something that I didn't really understand what I was doing. He just, he directed everything. And I'm like, I don't know if this is what the client wants, but I... So I put up the board. This is before we put things up on projector and computer. And I put up the board and he pre- press on. And I said, well, here's the press on. And he flies off here. He's like, are you insane? You don't just present the press out like that. You don't have to, mm-hmm. you have to tell her, you have to tell the client about what the idea is and all that. I said, yeah, but mm-hmm. it, you just presented the radio. It's just press out based on the radio. Why am I doing that again? And I wanted mm-hmm. to cry because I didn't know what the hell I was doing there. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and he used that as an opportunity to make himself look like he, you know, knew what he was He was in doing. front of the client? Yes. <laughs> oh God, that's that. That is toxic. Yes. That is. Yes. Toxic. But you see, the client yeah. is of a certain position so now that right. she didn't give a shit. She just wanted to get out of there. She was like, "Look, look, look. I, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to work. Right? Come back with me again in a couple of days. Right? Because she had more important things to be worried about. She was worried about something else at the time. This, this was the add-on. He wanted to present something else to her. At the time that he thought was a good idea, you know, you used to do like to do that. Remember, you used yeah. to do the add-ons. Of course, used to yeah. like to present a little extra, you know. And we thought about this, you know, maybe you could do this. I'm like, which is not bad. No, no. Again, it's not bad. It's right. forward thinking. Yeah, it's it's strategic. It's great, but you have to know when to do it. Yeah, time and place, and and yeah. clients, because some clients will emphatically tell you, "I I pay you for what I pay you for, and that's what I want to see." Right. If yeah. you're spending, you know, time, you're going to try and bill me for that. I don't want that. I didn't ask yeah. you, for that, you know. So yeah. Yeah, but, but then you see, we have to throw in, we have to throw in there, the dynamic between the creative director and the head of account service, because there were many a time where the head of account service would come upstairs, downstairs, whatever. In our agency, we could decide how it works, you know, to basically yeah. tell him what shit is this that you're going to present to the client. This makes no sense. Stop presenting yeah. shit like this. And he would, he would fly off the handle and he would say, I presented this because I am the creative director. And, I, I, and, yes. and you know, you were you there at the time when we had that, that big regional client and the, and the client said she wanted to sit down with the creative team and brainstorm an idea? Were you there for that? Talking about B? Starts with a, like no, like a, but it's related okay, no. to B. Um, it, it was it was it was the regional version of B. Oh wait a minute, I remember F? that. And it was it was at a five o'clock or six o'clock in the evening on a Thursday or something, and she she had flown in from Barbados or wherever it is, and she basically said, "I hate all of these ideas. We have to come up with a new idea." And she did it just to spite him because mm-hmm. the two of them were fighting, and he. 
he had it. He 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 basically slammed the door of the concert room, went into his office and slammed the door. And the account executive, the head account executive, is left with the poo. He was <laughs> left with the poo in his hand. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do with this shit now? Because she is demanding that she now become creative director. <laughs> you know? Yes. It was, it, was, it was awkward as fuck. It was awkward as fuck. And, then, and everybody's tired by this time. So everybody's like, I don't want to be here. Nobody wants to be here. But she's yeah. ranting. She's well, we ranting. Being able to hide. I, I, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. I vaguely remember this. And we were just trying to figure out, okay, so what, what do we do? What do we do now? But yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember thinking, okay, you know what? I, uh, I think I'm going to ease myself out of this one because I really need to, 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 to extricate myself from this particular scenario. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want any part of it. I don't yeah. want to, which, 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 I, I mean, it was the right thing to do at the time, but back then I was thinking, okay, maybe, you know, you know what, maybe I should start looking for something else to do because this is just not, this is just not up my alley at all. But, but Aranda, you remember that happened again when we went up to the separate other agency. Right. That, that's that's that the happened? same client you're talking about, right? Yeah. So I think I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it wasn't sure. real, but it was the same company. Right. Yeah. And I you remember, someone. you remember somebody had a meltdown. We had two meltdowns. Oh yeah, there were there were two meltdowns. One was the, the head copywriter. He freaked oh. out, and then we had the account executive, who who, who, was, who not only freaked out, he had a nervous breakdown. Um, right. I'm trying to remember what triggered his meltdown. I mean, he's a great guy. I want him on the podcast. So I wouldn't name his name, and and mm-hmm. I mean, he was under immense pressure. It's unjustified. He came upstairs and I can't remember what he said, but he said, if we don't do this thing, we're all fucked or something like that. And, <laughs> and like, no, the is over. Yes. Yes. I would never expect that from him because he was he's fairly quiet and calm. And, you know, we used to, we used to call him Schroeder because he used to look like he was like Schroeder from, from, um, from peanuts, and 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 he was a very nice, affable guy, and I I don't understand what triggered that, and and I think the the person who was in charge of him, who was in charge of the company, really, was in Miami sending down these instructions that the client was saying that they wanted, and it was conflicting instructions from another client, and he was in the middle, and I think he just lost. <laughs> He's like, fuck all of you. Fuck this! I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck this! Fuck that! Fuck you! Fuck me! Um, all the fucks. Just, and then it just degenerated into into like a a verbal variation of the end. No, I think he went downstairs, yeah. and he he went downstairs. I don't know what he did. Maybe he had a good cry because you have to. I would have cried. I would have cried. I, I could have felt his pain. But we had to take over. I think Randall, you, you, me, and I think. The, the, the copywriter who's still at the agency there. We all had mm-hmm. to sit down together and try to figure out this mess. Yeah. And I think but, we did. We kind of did kind of sort out something and we sent it to the client and then we went home. Yeah. The and, number one I, I thing think, we did was problem solving in that, in that mind, mi, um, mini agency. Problem solving yeah. was the, the task. It was more, my job was more problem solver than a copywriter, that's the truth. I remember when he, he called this girl Dal Bottom. 
and I, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh I don't know why. I did, I excuse me. We, this is the kind of thing that, and she took it in good, good stride. She called him something. I don't know what she called him. But it was funny as hell. And he, I thought that was the funniest thing I ever did in my life. And he dropped it so unexpectedly. He's like, "Ah, shut up, Dal Bottom." I'm like, "What? What the hell? That is not just racist. That was from left field. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's like it was insanity. Working for that little company was." Probably the most, I wouldn't call it toxic, but it was very difficult and unrewarding. It was unrewarding. In the end, it was totally unrewarding. We we did something and then we're like, oh, well, we're going to shut down the company. Now everybody just go back to where they were. Dude, I just spent a mm -hmm. whole year here. And, and, yeah. and you, know, you know, that that is, I completely agree with that because I remember feeling this kind of uh, emptiness after like, is that really it? After yeah. all that, we just done? I felt a bit more demotivated after that. I felt very I mean, demotivated. To be know? fair, it was only like a year after that I think I was there, right? I mean, I don't think it was that yes, much. All of us. Yeah, all of us were only yeah. there about a year after. But um, yeah. you remember when we had to shoot, when these constructions came down, we had to shoot uh, for Curacao. We had to shoot an ad campaign using... Uh, what we call like to skin the people because that's what's in Curacao. Yes. Remember? Market, and I had market, to bring market. my kids yeah. in. I had to bring my kids in and <laughs> do a, and that, that was fun. They loved that. They thought I was a, in, awesome. And we were like, this is great. We could just use this because, you know, and then we went and we had a great time shooting with Laura Ferreira at uh, somebody's house, all of these shots. And then I heard like three months after because the campaign never ran. And I go, whatever happened to this campaign? It was a TV campaign. Oh, the client thought that the, 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 the kids were too light-skinned. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's not ironic. That's not ironic at all. But I pulled out the job description. I pulled out the brief. It's like, we, we want, this is the, you know, because, and I'm like, but they just went, they just made, and I'm like, so they spend money to do all of this and it just decided well no we're not i don't even know i don't know what's more ironic you know what's more ironic than that is that we painted the wall in that office a pantone color with <laughs> samples so if you wanted a color shade different you could just walk in the office and point to one you know <laughs> like they're too light i want a little bit darker but with some coffee in it you yeah know? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, the right. oh boy yeah, but anyway, coming back to, coming back to, I think we've, we've gone all over the place. And this is, I want to tell people, this is how brainstorms usually go. Because we kind of, I mean, we have a brief, we don't have a brief in front of us that we follow, but we kind of, we kind of stick to something and then we end up talking about kind of other shit. And then it kind of okay. sparks off ideas. And this is what Jared and I always say. It yeah. sparks mm -hmm. off ideas. Um, uh, I mean, this is certainly not going to be the end of it, but it's just something to kind of give people an idea of how much time is spent coming up with an original idea. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not, it's not, oh, well, you know, the idea is the idea, is the, idea the execution. No, the idea is just as important as the execution because the two can't live without each other. You know, you can't, you can't have an idea without execution. But yeah, I mean, so then, and then what happens ideas, when you need our next execution? Yeah. yeah. 
But coming up with the idea is always a pain in the ass because then you say, well, well, that was done already. It's like, what? But we came, we spent three hours. I mean, our most famous was those long, 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 long things with the bank. Evergreen. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. I call it the evergreen. Remember the evergreen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good thing to call it because that word was said way too many times. So, yeah. Said, oh, I still don't know what great, it means. Yeah, this is a great evergreen <laughs> idea. We'll table that for the evergreen idea. I'm like, what? The only thing I know about evergreen is when I was watching Barbara's paint. And Barbara's right. is going very calmly. I know we're gonna we're gonna paint some every nice, beautiful evergreens. I'm like, that's the evergreen? What the hell was he talking about? <laughs> that was another perfect example of feeling like something went nowhere is two to three weeks of of not going to your office but someone else's meeting with an yeah. international client, having I mean, I was discussing banking. When I say banking, I mean the intricate uh, systems they have in place on a back end, you know, like what, what they do as a service, as a bank. We are yeah. discussing, I'm a copywriter, I'm not qualified for this. Why are you, <laughs> why are we having this discussion in the first place? And then first and not use it anyway in the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three we, weeks. We tried, we tried everything. We tried everything and it slowly began to realize that this was this was being done on purpose. I think they were just doing it so that they could get the they could get the idea that the agency wasn't gonna do the work that they wanted, that they were gonna do internally anyway. Because what they ended up doing was some very generic looking things. And this is what I keep saying to people, I keep saying in, in our territory, banks all do the same thing. <laughs> they all do the same thing. Yeah, they, 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 they have no need to do anything different, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason. I think a lot of them are afraid to to go outside that that box because if they yeah. do, you know, creative creative doesn't match banks. Let's be real. And yeah. I think we had some triumphs in terms of what we managed to get them to approve, which is probably why the international client showed up in the first place. Yeah. So just so that we don't go on forever, one of the things I was thinking of is we should really create like a client list for our agency. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that these are the same clients we worked on, but we could say, well, look, the, this agency has to have a couple of blue chip clients. One of yeah, them yeah. is the bank, right? Yeah, yeah, one of them is the bank. The other one is the telephone company, if you want to call it that. Or, or technology, technology, te- yeah. technology company. I, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to use, uh, you see, Something it's very limiting, difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult because that's very a very, very small niche when you think about it. So it will be immediately clear who we're talking about, but we can figure it out. And then we need to have a fast a, a fast mover. So like uh, a sweet drink company or soft drink company. Yeah, yeah, or fast food. Or, or yeah, beer yeah. company. Or, um, I mean, we never really had, tr- we never truly had a beer. Meal. No, we did. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, we worked on Heineken. Changes. Yeah. That's but changes true. is is they send the graphics. We could maybe yeah. make an edit or two and then get approval. But it's really just yeah. some copy changes or some events. So events, I think, is what we did most for that brand. You know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but events is where is where the most chaos can occur because true. the things that you don't see in the behind the scenes of doing an event like the tantra launch, for example. I mean, that's, I'm using tantra because that's a dead product now, but. The Tantra launch was hailed as one of the greatest things that 
people ever saw. It was it was the biggest event that people 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 stormed. Quincy saying stormed that that launch. She wasn't supposed to be there. And he went. You know, he find a way to get into that launch. There were people who weren't supposed to be there who went because they wanted they could about this thing. You know, and and the amount of chaos and confusion that went on before that. I mean, I don't think you were there for that, but the amount of chaos and stuff that went on for that is is story is is for stories. You know, Jared, you don't remember that? Were you there for that? Um, I wasn't there. I wasn't there for Tantra. I wasn't there for Tantra. Mm. I do remember there was a, there was a huge hoopla surrounding Tantra, but uh, but to say that I was directly involved in it, no, I wasn't. Mm. I would I will say this though. Um, and I, I'm sure I must have brought it up in, in, in previous episodes. There were times when we had to work on, on, on particular products for, for clients. And sometimes it was just done as a favor to, 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 the, um, to the GM because the GM was ha- happened to be close friends with the client in question. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we were doing, oh God, the, the things that I remember. We were doing at least two products for the same client. One involved a detergent, and the other one involved an insecticide. And I want to talk about the insecticide one because that one is hilarious. Looking back on it now, it's hilarious. But back then, it was not. Anyway, so here we, we spoke were. about that in one of the previous episodes. Yeah, though. one of the previous episodes. Yeah, we went We decided to, to come up with a softer side approach. Because everything was about was about when it came to, inse- to, to um, getting rid of insects, kill, destroy, tear apart. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and we decided to come up with a softer approach, and 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 they liked it and they thought yes, only to be told that like about two hours later, no, we don't want that. We want kill, destroy, tear apart. And right, because it's safe. Because it's safe, and and. I was just, I wouldn't say that I, 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 I collapsed in a heap of tears, but God damn it, I wanted to cuss. Yeah. Because we put so much effort into the goddamn thing. And they but, didn't, yeah. But the, the, the intelligent part of the story for the same client was that he was desperate. He had bought like three frigging containers of this. Yes. Detergent yes. pod. Right. And he was freaking out because he could not friggin' sell them. Could Nobody not sell was it. buying them. And he came, he went in, Nobody was gonna And he it. came to the general manager. <laughs> the story that I heard was that he was at some fat or party, which is how it usually happens. And hey. he said, he said, I can't fucking get rid of this motherfucking thing. I want to fucking get rid of this motherfucking thing. How are we gonna do this? So he, the general manager is in perfect and say, ah, cha-ching, I could get money out of this guy. Come to the office, we presented your idea of how we selling this thing. But when we looked at the brief, he was selling this thing for like something like a hundred dollars, a pack or some shit like I that. Thinking, I was thinking, what, it have, it have gold shavings in this thing? Yeah, it was, ex- it was extremely expensive. Was and he talking expensive. about, he talking about, um, you know, People, people in in lower income households will want to buy this because it will make their life easier. I'm like, dude, you 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 disconnect immediately. But then again, I didn't work on the product, 
So I didn't look at the campaign. So I don't know. No, because, but I do I, remember that that was one of the problems that that he kept he kept saying he kept saying no, I'm not dropping the price on this. I'm not dropping the price on this. You all have to I, sell it at this price. <laughs> he absolutely refused to drop to drop the price on it. And as I recall, it it he, he did eventually um you know he did eventually sell it, but it took a hell of a long time before it, it finally disappeared from, from, from our consciousness and everything. And we came up with such a with such a really cool campaign. And we thought that again, we have it made, we have it in the bag, there's no way we could lose. But this guy was just such ah now that, now that I think about it, 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 it just defies description really. It just, right, it so just, let's let's roll it back and summarize it a little bit. If we started a story about the agency and we have to introduce the characters, how would we do it? Would we introduce the characters like a dramatis persona where we kind of give them a little backstory, like, you know, like a play. This is this is the general manager and he's a bit of a such and such. And such. I don't know if that, if that makes sense. I think, I think if, we, if, we wanted, if we wanted to As come, they come up with, into a, play. with a starting point, if we want to come up with a starting point, I think we need to start with uh, 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 the guy who it's day one for him. And let's see the, the, the oh, guy. Oh, a new guy. A new right. guy, the new guy. Yeah, the new, new guy. guy. Mm -hmm. The new right. guy. So the Randall. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. <laughs> Honestly, it, it really is because... I mean, you even see that in, in my example from earlier, which is The Office, right? You actually see that in that show where they bring in a temp. Right. And he is kind of the clueless one, like, because the rest of the people have a, a fair idea of what we're going on with the, with the crazy character, right? With the boss. Mm -hmm. But this guy is like, is this for real? Yeah. You know? You kind of yeah. see it through his eyes for the first time. And then, like I was saying, um, each other character kind of comes into play when they come into play. Like when they're relevant. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't need to be in this scene if they're not in this scene. You know what I mean? So, so a art question comes up. You bring in the art director and introduce him for the first time. That's how I at least see it. I don't know. So the new guy is just trying to find his way. Is just trying to feel his way around because he doesn't know what the hell is going on. He was just selected on the basis that the kid knows how to write some some, some good stuff, and 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 and. He gets to meet like the art director, or he gets to meet like a fellow writer, and the fellow writer is kind of jealous of 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 him because he's a new guy. You know, you come to take you come to take my job away from me, you son of a bitch. I hate you. That kind of shit. You know, so that, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The new guy, the new yeah. guy, is in the creative department. Yes. Okay, because that's our experience. All right, fine. Because I was mm -hmm. thinking he could be in accounts or he could even be in finance or somewhere that doesn't really have much experience of what goes on with the rest of the agency. Like this guy who used to work with us, um, oh gosh, I bought him up the other day. He used to work in finance and he used to love football. So it's like all of you are insane. You're all crazy people. I yeah. don't know what to do with you people. So we could take it from that angle. But anyway, what I'm saying mm -hmm. is I like that's that's fine that's fine but what i think it would be even better is if we put him in the creative department but he's not somebody that the creative the, the creative director hired okay that has happened 
because okay. the general manager usually used to bring people like he like plant children um and 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 family of clients and bring them and deposit them in the creative department and say yeah yeah you are now the intern here and and then you know like everybody's like but where does man come out from who's this man who's this person and yeah. when they start producing work and doing good work because that has happened before we've had girl we had, i think we had a girl who came in and she's she's now big some kind of big time executive at Uber but i mean the thing is is that she she started doing really good work and he was like yeah this you doing really good work and he used to go back in his office and you could tell he was extremely worried that somebody like this who's new who's only like a month there is doing better work than you yeah you know so it's yeah, maybe there's will. something there maybe something there that that but if you're telling it from that person's perspective it's it's not going to be i mean again i'm not a writer i don't even know how to begin to do that but if it's if you're writing it from the from the person's perspective maybe the person keeps asking people why does this person hate me <laughs> why do you hate me why do you hate me i didn't do anything wrong you know <laughs> so, yeah You know? It's kind of unjust, which is why I like them in the creative department because it means it is a competition with the the other character who has a who has an ego problem and an mm. insecurity problem. And B, there's a there's a eternal creative struggle that all of us here could could um relate to, which is simply being new and putting out content always will have you worried it's not good enough. So when the other person who is supposed to be better than you from your perspective because you're new, right? And they they the they're the big one in the game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they so threatened, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It kind it, it could either be a big ego boost for you or uh a seriously confusing point, you know what I mean? Like that character could be lost. Like what yeah. what's really going on here? Like You know, like I thought, I thought you a, wanted me to help. <laughs> yeah, they come up with a great idea, like like human vacuum, like your experience, the human vacuum, right? You come right. up with a great idea like that, and mm-hmm. you end up end up in a meeting. You're there the first day, and you present this this idea that you just came up with, because it's it's not a, you you weren't even thinking about brief right? Like you just you as the as the person just told come up excited, with a cool yeah. idea, right? So you come up with a cool idea. The client likes it. And from then on, the creative director just trying to cut you yeah. down. He out for you, you from now I... on. Yeah, <laughs> and he's being real passive aggressive about it too. Exactly, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. That's a good start. That's a good start. That's a good start. But we still need, we still need like a like a pitch project. So like in E, if you get your hands, if, if you get your hands on E a story, E a, a book or whatever it's called. Um, what's it called? E. It's basically mm. a guy who used to work at the McCann office in London as a copywriter, and he wrote the book at in the turn of the millennium, like if it was um, emails back and forth. Okay, and okay. These people, these people, these people didn't have any cap for them out because they didn't think <laughs> people reading their emails. So, so right. I, but 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 somebody, the, but basically the the main part of the story is the Coca Cola pitch. They were pitching for Coca Cola. And the the team had to come up. They needed they had they had four weeks to come up with this this whiz bang idea, whatever. And it was a complete and huge disaster. And what was funny is that the characters in that book, I experienced a lot of them in 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 the agency. So the, so our carpet's character, for example, 
I mean, they did an extreme version of him, but he's always ultra positive about everything. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, like the dog in the fire, or oh, this is fine. That yeah. that's that's the kind. There's a character like that in the book. It's like, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I could I could fly down to Nigeria and give back this guy's two million dollars because he lost it. He's a prince. Right. You know that we kind of that kind that. of idea. We we experience that kind of thing with us. You know, that, oh God, yes, that no matter yes. what happened, this guy was always going to be like, yeah, well, my my team lost and I lost like a million dollars. Oh well, I'm happy. Yeah. The sun's come yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought it was a I thought it was an agency person, but I just realized it's a it's a person from my uh, Dungeons and Dragons game who is exactly like that. We used to yeah. call him Papa Smooth because. He was always reassuring everybody, you know, everything's fine. Yeah. We're good. Everything's fine. And it got to a point where him saying everything is fine made everybody else really nervous. Because he's only saying that if everything is most certainly not fine. Certainly not fine. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So like, for example, you pitch an idea and the client starts freaking out and saying, I don't have time for this. I don't. And he's there like smiling with his goopy girl on his face. Don't worry, everything will be fine. We'll just spend until two o'clock this morning, two o'clock in the morning tomorrow, and come up with a new idea for you. It'll yes. be great, and then he disappears. You see fire start like spawning next day on the webcam, you know, like a, a lightning bolt strike through the thing and, and burn his computer down. I don't know. And he's just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Uh, no, 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 yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then you have what I was talking about, just to quickly say before you know we wrap up is that we have a bunch of other, you know, but account executives you don't have experience with, because I did. We had an account executive I used to call the Battle Axe. And she used to chew up coordinators. She used to, when I say chew up coordinators, coordinators used to quit after a month or two. They couldn't take it. Every time they gave her a coordinator, and she always had to have a female coordinator. She could not have a male. So they used to bring these young girls to work with her, and she used to make them one girl, one girl, one girl, she, she went, she went crazy. She went crazy. She started to cry and say she's going to kill herself. And kind of, it was, you know, that's the level you know, of stress. You know? That's a power trip thing. That's why she couldn't have a man because she probably felt like she couldn't do that to a man. Or she probably felt like, you know, um, no, the, thing is, the <laughs> thing is, the thing is, in, in, when you sit down and you work with her, you mm-hmm. realize that she's very clear. This is what I was telling Jared in the last episode. Okay. She's very clear about what she wants. You just have to do it. And right. if you have if you have any ambiguity and you don't ask her a question, or you go and do something assuming that you think you know it, that is when she's she will take the battle axe and chop your head off. Right? right. And the joke okay. was that she had a favorite art director she used to work with on a specific county, specific client. Mm-hmm. And they used to joke and tell her, when you're talking to him, switch sides. Because he used to be on the computer, she used to stand up at him on the left-hand side. And they used to tell her, oh gosh, girl, stand up on the other side now, because he's vain in that side, he'd forehead go burst. Oh <laughs> no. Balance out the vein on the other side. That's messed up. So, I mean, it's things like that. So you have characters like that who uh you know they they're scary as fuck but they're fair you know as right. i told john they're fair but then you have the people who like our person who's always ultra positive you have the people who who are the drama queens 
You know, who's who's like, oh my God, if we don't do this tomorrow, we're all gonna die. We're gonna die. We're gonna die. And then you're like, okay, calm down. It's just a navigation press ad for tomorrow. <laughs> all you need oh, to no. do is change two numbers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You, you need an account executive who does that, right? And then when you go looking for them, panicking at at, at six o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> with the work done, they yeah. win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're home. You need, you need like, one of I, those. I, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought, you know, what, what the, what the, what? Yeah, they, they answer their cell phone, right? In, in the car. Oh no, you're hearing music playing in the background. <laughs> they, they, they're having a good time and you're there like, but I, I was here late. I mean, yeah, but, so but perfect for the new have, guy. We also have the account executive who refuse, even though, okay, so you have four graphic artists working on a job, right? All four can be working on one. One can be working on her job all the time. That's too much work for one guy, right? So yeah, the, but the work gets right. spread around to the other three, right? She used right. to go. She used to go and take the work from the second graphic artist and carry it to the, the her preferred one and ask the opinion without the yeah. knowledge of the other, Mm-mm. and then come back with changes. And say, well, the clients say to change this blue. And I used to fall, I was falling for that trap a long time until one day there was an installation that had to go up. And I told her, I said, call me, it's my project, it's my job. Call me when they're going to install it. I live in two minutes away. I'll just drive down and take a look at it. She never called me. I see the installation up. So I'm like, well, what went on here? Only later to find out she get her artist to go and check the installation. He never worked on the job. He never worked on the job. He don't know anything about the job. He just went. So they could have put the character upside down. He wouldn't know. Right. He wouldn't even know if it was meant to be that way. Yeah. You know, so, and I, that's when I realized, oh, that's what you're doing. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet girl, nice girl. But I knew that that is what she, she trusted this guy. No problem. That's fine. But, you know, give me, give me some credit. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. you can't let me, I can't, you can't put the, the, no matter what your trust is, you can't put the, the, the project at risk for your preference. You know what I mean? Like that's not, and too many people get away with doing that. Yeah. yeah I hear exactly. a lot of, a lot of background sound all of a sudden. I don't know if it's me. Yeah, you can you can yeah, there's some, I don't know if it's your mic or whatever. Anyway, um, guys, I think this is great. We went on for quite yep. a bit. Um, John, do you have anything to add before? We no, I mean, um, not really. It's just that I, I've been in the eye of the storm long enough to know, you know, when to, when to, when to have a say and, and, and when not to have a say. I just think there are times as well that, um, I mean, I can, I can say this now. But there was a time when, you know, in dealing in dealing with, with with certain individuals, you would have to 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 bring them up and 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 let them know that you're not going to stand for that kind of for that kind of bullcrap anymore. So, I think I think mm-hmm. in, in 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 my situation, I've been I've been large I was largely insulated from it. But when but I wasn't altogether um, free from it either. So the, when I had to, you know, when the time came for me to, 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 to stand up for myself, I did. 
And I have no regrets about that. I have yeah. no regrets about that whatsoever. You would have regrets back... if you didn't, though. So yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, think, I think coming back to Randall's, where does this end? I think if we started with Mr. New Guy, Mr. New Guy has to reach a point where he probably reaches that stage. Yeah. He's left with, should I tell him to F off? Or should I sit down here and just take it? I yeah. think that that is a that's a good way of marking the the progress of the character in the yeah, and it's story. Not, and it's not just take it, eh? is how have I learned to deal with this and still be productive? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how have I circumvented this negative and turned it into a positive? Because mm-hmm. right. if you if you didn't do that, mm-hmm. you're going to leave. <laughs> it is the other option. So you either, either grew as a character and found your way, or you grew as a character enough to realize this place ain't for you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely. So what I want to do, Jared and Jared and I will probably have a little brainstorm session by ourselves away from the podcast. What we want to do is probably create a synopsis of what the story. I say we write a little short story. You're not writing a book. We write a short story. We write a short synopsis, maybe a one a one page or two page of Monday in the office. You, you want if you want to call it that Monday in the office, and see where we go from there. Because yeah. I think I think that would give us an idea. So we started a new guy. It's Monday morning. He had an interview on Friday last week. They tell him come in immediately on Monday morning, and they tell him what to do. And what mm-hmm. it do is he end up having to go and present some idea. And he don't know anything about it, and he talked shit off the top of his head, and he clad like it, and then he created a director want to kill him. And I think that's a good mm-hmm. way of starting the ball rolling, you know. And then we yeah. could flesh it out after. We could flesh it out after and start bringing all the other characters and so on. But yeah, I mean, this is this is good. This is good. I mean, um, Jared, you want to define a brainstorm, or have we defined that already? I can't remember. I don't think we have. Um, maybe we have. I'm not. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, for those who came in late, a brainstorm is a session where we put our heads together and figuratively speaking, in the hope that um, with enough brain power, with enough precipitation, with enough mental precipitation, we'd be able to come up with some ideas that will rock the advertising world and will help us come up with work that's award winning. But that's not Important. That's not important right oh, now. Thank God. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for well, having me. Thanks so much for joining us at this last minute. And I, I knew, I, I hope you had fun. I hope it was a nice little distraction. I hope we didn't take you away from your job. No, no, no. It, it was fun. I'm always happy to be here. Um, and if you all, if you all ever wanted to role play this in a way like in Dungeons and Dragons, for example. Could where each one though? of us is a character. Yeah, each one of us is a character representative of what we would like to see in this office. And we play it how we think that character would be played. All right. You create the scenario <laughs> and, you, and you literally well, act think, out I, scene by scene. I think scene. we have a scenario, Randall. So it's just a matter of if you want to be Dungeon Master. Happy to. Anytime. Let me know. All um, right. We'll organize that. And I, and I, you and I need to talk because I need to, need to follow up on this um. This role playing thing that you know. Anyway, that's a, something else to talk about after. Um, great, thank you so much for our listeners for listening. Uh, we hope this was a better episode than our bitchy little rundown episode from 
the 30th. We're also celebrating our one-year anniversary, not is this month. It's actually this month we started, Jared. So we're one year, but we're yeah, going to actually celebrate it on our last episode in May. In May, we're going to take a little hiatus in May. So we're going to take a little, we're going to have a couple more episodes, but this is marking our one year. It's one year since we're doing this this um, podcast. So thank you for all of us, all of you who have listened to us and joined us and been with us and all our guys who jumped on, who jump on, jump off. You know, all our friends, we, we love you all. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. See you all guys later. Have a good week. Have fun. You too. Bye. See you all later.